audio. everybody oh there's a different rendition of that we weren't here last week why didn't well i mean yeah, i know i was gone out, and it was out of town and i had better and it was thanksgiving and you weren't going to sit down here and do this by yourself well no you you do all where the was research the, where just, was as the, you say i just add the color <laughs> where was the incentive for you to sit down and do this what happened were you busy last week or no figured you wouldn't you were i figured you would still want to be out of the house a little bit more maybe <laughs> So I thought maybe you would still want to uh, no, I went be recording. To the bar. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Well, Wednesdays are Wednesdays are usual. My f- friends and relatives have a pre-Thanksgiving. Okay. Where where we get together at like one o'clock and just start diving in before we have to go home and prep for. <laughs> on on the Wednesday before. Yeah. You guys get half lit, then try to go home and do Thanksgiving. Yeah, this was a little tamer than normal. Uh, we didn't have. The near the characters, we still had a lot of fun, but we didn't have near the characters that we. So this is like have. a tradition for you to do, kind of yeah, like this. Yeah, for the last several years, yeah. So you go just to a bar somewhere. Well, yeah. Or just wherever there's booze, which is your house. No, really. yeah. Well, I mean, it's a specific bar that I won't okay, mention here. Sure. I don't want to call anybody out yeah. just in case, but yeah, we it uh, we had fun, but it was you know. <laughs> It, it it didn't last as long as normal, and so therefore it didn't get as out of control as normal. That's just age, is what that is. That's really where this comes yeah. into play. Well, How was your Thanksgiving though? Did you have good turkey? And the everything? turkey turned out amazing. Really? I spatchcocked a turkey again. I don't know any of those words, and they sound a little. Uh, they sound a so, little. Uh, to spatch, spat. I brined it for a day, and then I spatchcocked it. So spatchcocking. Yeah. All right. So you brine it. You know what a brine is? Yeah, I know that. Everybody salty water. Salty water, sugar, maple syrup. Okay. Some bourbon. Ooh, all There's right. A bourbon, maple syrup, spat, brine. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so to spatchcock it, what you do is you you flip it over and you and you cut the backbone out of it. Uh, okay. Right. Turkeys have backbones. It's a vertebrate. <laughs> Follow along with me. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever cooked a turkey. And then so then after you cut the backbone out of it, you flip the bird over and then you push down on the breast so it's you can hear the breast. Oh God. Play. Okay. But Good. You break the breastbone. Right. After you spatchcocked it, you break the well, breast. That, Got that, it. That is called that okay. is, and then you flatten it out so that you instead of cooking it like a whole bird, and it, you, it's a flat it, it's bird. It's flat. So then you what kinda, a horrible you, name for it. You though. Kinda, I don't. I didn't make it up. I didn't. Why don't we just call it, it flat bird anyway? And then you kind of tuck the legs under and the wings under, and, and it just so it only takes a couple hours to cook it, and it can't. I put it on my smoker, my Traeger. Yeah. And it. I was worried because I it was a little bigger than what the recipe said and how long to cook it. So I put it on a little early, and then it got done earlier than I thought it was going to be. So I was really worried that it was very gonna... rarely does the turkey get done before anything else. So well, <laughs> so then I was worried that it was going to be overcooked and, and drier, but it was so juicy. I hmm. took it out, and let it rest for like twenty thirty minutes, and it was oozing. It was so moist. It was so good. All of the words you're using to describe oh this. Oh my god! Oozing spatchcock with breast pressing. I, I really, I don't every, know if I want to every, eat any every, of your turkey. Everyone should oh, press okay. more breasts. Okay. Um, I keep telling my wife that. She I I door dashed donuts from Albertsons on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> 
that, that's what well, we're so vastly different aren't yeah we? we uh we didn't nobody wanted to cook a turkey or do anything uh for thanksgiving which was totally fine by me i was in san diego at this time and so we just everybody kind of got what they wanted to eat for thanksgiving like in the morning and midday and then at night they they made a ham with like all of the fixins is what we did but i had never door dashed anything i know this is, makes me sound so out of touch with whatever but nobody had any donuts in the house and i like donuts so i'm like on thanksgiving it, day the tim horton shirt <laughs> that's my tim horton pullover today or my zip up um i didn't I, di- I didn't think you know you'd be able to get any donuts on thanksgiving day but in san diego you can there are <laughs> lots of donut places that are open and so i had lots to choose from and it was kind of cool so you can DoorDash weed in California. Oh, you, you totally can. What, oh, they have what the, makes yeah. you think you couldn't get donuts? Well, I don't know. You would think Thanksgiving Day, most everything's going to be closed. But then you got to remember it's you're in a Southern giant California. city. Yeah, and those things are still going to be open. There's heathens everywhere. What? Southern California? No, they're not heathens. It's just... You know, they don't believe in Thanksgiving. <laughs> bah humbug turkey day. <laughs> they do too. Stop it. Um, okay. It's like tofu day for some of them. <laughs> flitting around this is going to be an entire and how is i mean you i i can only imagine that your wife is a fairly decent cook yeah and I, very so much I, so that makes me think that maybe your mother-in-law is a she's also a very good cook, cook. just nobody I mean, wanted to do anything we just we didn't well, nobody wanted to have a pete how long does yeah. it take to throw a turkey in the oven? i don't know it's all the preparation and the cleanup afterwards and nobody just nobody wanted to do it that is a very southern california thing yeah I don't feel like it. Let's <laughs> Nobody, some weed right, let's store some weed and donuts. <laughs> Just Maybe to... <laughs> Jimmy John's will bring us a turkey sandwich. See? That's how you do it. Um, all right. I'm going to bitch this entire episode. Can I? Are we going to have to trade roles? Because I'm not very good at the being the straight man. Of being not the bitcher? Right. I decided to spend a good portion of my time going to various liquor stores. Because I'm in San Diego. Look at my options, right? Sure. I've got to be able to find something that I'm looking for when I'm out in San Diego. So I start my journey at <laughs> a liquor. Well, I started it on. This is going to be a family circle map, folks. Just wait. The uh, my my father-in-law did 30 years in the Air Force, so he, he can get onto the bases, the Navy base out there, the Marine base. You can go into all of those. Yeah, you can I saw go, some. You took some pictures of Smokey stuff out there. Yeah, you can get into their liquor stores and into their BXs and into the places where you can shop. I always thought it was PX. It's BX. BX, what's yes. It, I have no idea. I should know that, and I feel bad, but it's BX. And that's, is that different than, like, the commissary? Uh, or is, yes. Because I think the BX has, like, you buy clothing and everything. Their commissary is more like just a giant grocery store. Right. If you're in the military and I've effed this up, just please don't come at me. Okay. <laughs> I know I should know better, but I don't pay a lot of attention to that. Right. It's not like they have a big sign out front or anything. Probably. Right. <laughs> they do it. I don't even look at it. <laughs> but they have a great liquor store on the Navy Exchange there. Um, and they had some pretty cool stuff in there. I sent you a picture of some of the things. There were four specifically. Yeah. And that was the last, last text you sent me. Anyway. Yeah. I know. I really, I've screwed up texting somehow. But anyway, I thought, okay. I went to I went there. They didn't really have what I'm looking for. They have a chain out there called Bevmo, which is sort of like a total wine in not quite in size, but it's a it's a big store. Sure. I sent you that picture of that Jack of the what's the big big bottle that you have in your office? It's a three liter. The three liter yeah, the three liter uh, with their um with their like membership was twenty dollars. 
a three liter bottle of Jack. That at was this a place. three liter. That was I a mean, three I don't liter. Think you can sell a three yes. liter bottle in, in the states. That was a three liter bottle because it was on a military base. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. So you didn't buy those? No. How was I going to get that home? I don't know. <laughs> but I thought of you right away. Isn't that well, enough? That, no. I thought of you and I took the picture three and I sent li- it to you. Yes, you should. Yeah. I didn't realize that when you it said, was. do you want all of these? And clearly, <laughs> at the time, I thought, well, you know, that seems a little ridiculous. But I didn't know they were three liters. Yep. Yes, the answer was yes. Okay. It's always Next yes. Next time I'll remember, if I ever see a three liter under $25. Have, uh, have, we've had this conversation. I Whenever know. anybody asks you, the answer is always yes. It's always yes. I get it. Right. Um, okay. So... They had um, one bourbon that I found that I actually have been looking for that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Kind of ties into my whole rant on this podcast here. Okay, okay? that uh, that you're that you're sipping on a little bit right now. Uh, went to Total Wine. Pretty good, by the way. Um, Total Wine. If you're familiar with it, if you go to Minneapolis or Denver, you probably know it's a giant liquor store chain, and they do frequently have lots of hard-to-find bourbons. I That's missed, where you missed my Eagle Rare by yep, 20 minutes. They so. had Eagle Rare 10 on the shelves that sold out about 30 minutes before I got there at $41 a bottle. That's pretty good. Which is the best price you're going to find for Eagle Rare, 10, Eagle Rare 10, but it's very obviously hard to find. So after I was done with those big ones, I thought, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> what did Bruner say the other day? I think they should change the name to Eagle Impossible to find. <laughs> Eagle Impossible Something, 10? Yeah. That would make sense. Something like that. I thought, okay, let's take out my map and let's go to these little tiny liquor stores. I'm the map. I'm the and I, and did I, and I did that. that. I, I didn't. What's, what's did, were you from? like, Joey, did you have to get in the map? No. No, oh. I just, I used Google Maps. I'm trying to help. Like, like normal people do. I'm trying do. to make this an interesting so story. This is. If you'd shut up for a minute, I'll get to the interesting <laughs> part of it. So at the it's bottom of the hill of long path, to where my brother-in-law lives is a place that my father-in-law goes to fill up his propane because they have a big camper that they stay when they're out there in California at my brother-in-law's house. And he's like, there's a liquor store in there. I'm like, oh. Not in the camper. Nope. In the propane store. In the propane tank store. Okay. There's a liquor store now, there on, too. Let's back up. Your folks go all the way out to- My San- in-laws. Your in- in-laws mm-hmm. go out to San Diego yeah. for a-, a f- fairly extended amount of time a couple times a year at least yeah. and then your brother-in-law makes them stay in a camper no they choose to stay in the camper. oh yeah they do they, they bought a nice 30 plus foot camper my brother had my brother-in-law has a, has a beautiful house on the hill above poway in california and he's got about 10 acres all around him kind of with trees and whatever so they kind of camp out right there okay okay so, is, it, is it your brother's brother-in-law's camper, or is it your? No, it's my in, my father-in-law's. Your in-laws have nobody a camper. cares about this. This part of the this part do, of the conversation. But, right, my father-in-law's fine. camper, propane store. Okay, let's yes. go. That's where he goes to fill up his propane. But he said there's a liquor store, and I'm like, oh, okay, might as well stop down there. That's the closest place to my brother-in-law's house. I walk in, and it looks like, um, it feels dusty when you walk in. You know how you go into some places yeah. and you're like, ugh, sort of a deal. It's like a like an old barn smell yeah i turn to the right i see a wall of liquor and my eye instantly spots weller special reserve on his shelf i'm like there's no there's no way in a place like this this can exist i look over e.h taylor's eight bottles of it i look down below the weller special reserve there's a bottle of um russell's reserve 13 that's sitting there then I glance over to the uh, 
to the Eagle Rare 10 that's on his shelves as well. I'm thinking, I'm in a I'm in a store that fills propane tanks that's also a liquor store. How does he have all of these? I'm like, well, I know. I, I don't have enough suitcase space. Because I, why don't you tell me how much they were charging? I can figure out why, right. why he still has them all sitting there. The Weller Special Reserve was $90. The uh, the Wilsons or the Russells rather thirteen was I think one hundred and fifty one hundred and eighty somewhere in there. The E H Taylor he had on special for eighty dollars, which was a normally one hundred and forty that which he is, had. Yeah, he's what he's doing. He's what he's done is he's tripled everything. I just at, at least I was just looking at it. My I had my daughter buy a bottle of the Whaler Special Reserve in Brookings. <sighs> like right now? No, it's oh. been a, it's been a few months. God. Ago. But even in Brookings, which is a little inflated compared to even around here, generally speaking, for thirty-two ninety-nine. Are you kidding me? No, no, I just looked it up. Okay, so I saw it on their web or on their Facebook page. After I was done at that store, I went to two other stores. Oh my God, that's on their Facebook page right now. No, I screen- oh, that's the one. I, sc- okay, I screenshotted it. it and sent right. it to Tori and said, "Hey, go get this and right she now." She got it because you have an awesome daughter. Uh, we get it. Yeah, okay, well, so she, and it helps that she's old enough. I went to these other liquor stores, exact same thing. They had all of these bourbons that we hunt for feverishly in Western South Dakota, three times the normal cost. Yeah. CYPB they had in one store, $850 was what they were charging for that bottle. I think when we had it on the allocated deal here, it was like 200 two and a quarter. Is that right? That sounds right. And you know what? I might have bought it for $200. Even though I, I don't think it's MSRP is 200 on the CYPB, is it? I think that's about or right. Or maybe it is. Okay. Well, I, whatever make, it is. I'm making that up because I know that Bruner doesn't go crazy on his stuff. No, so. I would have bought it for sure. So I was just mad. I was I was furious at these places that were, that had, and it was, it was tons of it. I'm like, why are you selling it for three times? And obviously nobody's coming in here to buy it. Because you have this much of it sitting on your shelves, and pure, you know, people that are that are that are hunting this obviously are coming into your store too and being like, "I'm not paying for that." It's gonna because the bottle, some of the bottles were dusty that I saw, so I know they had been there. They should name a song after that. Dust on the bottle. Shut up, Rob. Okay, so <laughs> there might be. Here's what I want to get to really quick, and I put this article on our Whiskey at Work Facebook page, if you just want to read the whole thing. But I kind of want to go through this a little bit. And this isn't for those of you that are really, this isn't for, um, you know, the the people that we know in the whiskey world that really understand all of this. This is for those of you that are new to it. And you, you've gone to, uh, you know, maybe Mountain West Whiskey Festival, and you've tried something that you've really liked. And you're like, oh, I'm going to go to the liquor store, and I'm going to buy that. And then you get to the liquor store and you ask, and, and the guy behind the counter laughs in your face <laughs> because there's no way that something like that exists, right? Well, it exists, just. Not but you're not going to be store. able to get to get your hands on it. So no. you've got uh, um, you've got limited supply, soaring demands, branding maneuvers on a lot of this stuff, right? Well, a lot of it is probably artificially generated by the distributors and the. And the producers and everything else. Too. So just imagine, yeah, imagine. Okay, so just you know, put it into perspective. Like your 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 favorite coffee suddenly becomes double or triple the price, right? That would really make you mad, wouldn't it? It wouldn't make me mad because I don't drink. Coffee. I know you don't. That's so weird to me. So weird to me. So 
What are the? It's a good thing we couldn't make coffee today because the sink was backed up. <laughs> Every, there's a lot of people that run around here really mad. Oh, there was this morning. Oh, that's why everybody that's was kind of crabby. Everybody was tense because they couldn't get the oh. morning fix. I just had a diet coke and went about my day giggling. <laughs> I just have coffee in the morning at home like you're supposed to, and then yeah. that's when you quit drinking it. Well, you anyway. think that? I mean, there's a lot of people that buy that stuff around here. It's it was throwing people, making them tense. Do you ever wonder what? Do you ever have you ever sat down and thought about what the root causes are for this this allocation and why we have this allocation? I mean, do you know what they are? Well, I think a lot of it. It well, I think there's it's multifaceted, right? It's the distributors are understanding now that their their products are more in demand, so they can charge more for it. More people, it is in more demand, so the price it's supply and demand. The prices are going up. Is it supply and demand though? Well, Don't you think the supply exists? The, the supply comes from the distillers, though. The demand comes from the general public. There and and then there's the people that are that are hoarding it. There's the people that are collecting it that are doing nothing with it besides hoping for, for the price to go up that they can sell it to somebody else for more than they paid for it. There, you know, the collectors. The I mean, it's just a combination of things. In my naivete, that's why you drink Jack Jack Daniels. You don't have to worry about it. I. I don't I don't think there that the supply is the problem. There I said it, hot take. I don't think that it is. I watched a TikTok video the other day well, that I thought I no said to you. No one would ever lie on TikTok. Well, there's video proof that I, I thought I so said th- I thought I thought I sent this to you. Some guy in this exclusive liquor store on the East Coast and he's showing shelves, okay, of Old Fitzgerald. There was 12 14 bottles of it there of all the different decanters price tag anywhere a thousand to two thousand dollars all of them were kind of priced in that range all of the wellers wellers i had never even heard of (laughs) were on this shelf right stacked three deep okay and this is a tiny little liquor store and then he's like well that's not the half of it let's walk upstairs hold on i gotta get by all these boxes of blantons and on the steps leading up were cases of blantons sitting there how does a whiskey store, a liquor store, get all of that? I have. And if the supply is so bad. Well, I wonder, I'm guessing that that's New York is getting a higher allocation of these. It bourbon. wasn't New York, though. It was, it was, I mean, whatever. it was an East Coast town, but still. See, details matter. But these little tiny places, when, when we can't get a bottle of any of that out here at all. I think if you watch the news at any given point, you will quickly understand that people from 100 miles in from either coast don't think that any of the rest of the country exists. We exist, Rob. <laughs> we exist. You and know, we just want to drink some whiskey. You know, right? you, you watch every morning, or at least I do, the Good Morning America, and they, they talk about the how crappy the weather is and going to be in or how wonderful it is in the northeast well i don't give a shit the only people that care about that are the people that live in the northeast that isn't national news generally speaking sure but but there's never a hey you know remember we had winter storm atlas in south dakota that killed half the cows in the country right oh yeah that (laughs) maybe What are, don't you're not supposed to eat cows. Well, we anyway. don't eat. We don't eat beef out here. Um, okay, so 
after you after you complain about this, right? After you after, after you go on and on about not being able to get some of these cool bourbons that we we've always searched to find, then what are what what are the solutions? What are I the just answers told you, to it? drink Jack Daniels and shut up and, and find it everywhere? The funny thing is, honestly, I mean, I know you're trying to be funny with that, but that's that's true. That's what you do. Will we ever reach a point where we we stop trying to hunt so much and some of that comes back? I mean, why why can't why does everybody go on the hunt for the the unicorns and whiskey instead of spending a little less on these up and comers to try to find what will be the next one? If we made that progression. Then that would help for sure. All of the other ones would kind of come back, and you might find ones that are even better. But it's it's that that is, you know, one of the reasons why we liked Proof Artisan and Crooked Furrow so much. Right, right. To me, it had great flavor. It was easy to not easy to find, but it is, it's easy to find around here now. Right. It's a local ish craft distillery. They do great stuff, and it's pretty good now. You can argue a little bit on, not necessarily with proof, but some of these where, you know, they are still wanting 50 or 60 or 70 or $100 for a bottle that hasn't maybe been brought up to its potential. Okay. I mean, not, I don't want to call out proof on that because I love their stuff, but, but you go out and you find some of these craft distilleries. There's one in southeastern South Dakota that I won't mention, <laughs> but they're pretty proud of their stuff, and it's not very good. You know what I mean? I think in order to be able to do that, you've got to, those folks have to be willing to, I think, provide a sampling at about any store that offers it. But isn't it also on the consumer of whiskey to buy some of those yes when you're when you're at a liquor store and you can't find the eagle rare or the eh taylor or the weller the blantons or whatever you're looking for don't walk out of there yeah go find the store pick or go find the local or just something you've never tried before i think that's how we break this circle of this is finding something a little bit different and unique and something that you might like and then, then I can get a bottle of one of the good ones. <laughs> this is all selfish, too. It's all a rant, and it's all selfish, for sure. Well, I mean, it's the same deal, though, that everybody's got to be willing to do that, right? And not everybody is. It's like, well, if the flu wouldn't spread if everybody was willing to stay home when they got sick, you know? Right. You know, that but, but when you, people but, aren't that smart. But aren't don't you, as a whiskey drinker, don't you like to find new things? Or do you, are, do you just want to be comfortable in what you have and you don't want to branch out? Is that... <laughs> The, is that the question instead? I don't know. That, that's not really me, but it, to be honest, I haven't really bought any in a while. I'm still trying to get rid of stuff on my shelf so there's right. room. But in my travels when I was when I was driving around with kids to soccer and basketball and gymnastics and whatever the hell else they were into, that's what I would do. I mean, I'd go into these liquor stores for the weekend, you know, adult time, and get something that I'd never heard of or never seen before that I or was pretty sure that we didn't have back here at home. Right. And, and, you know, to be honest, it was a little hit or miss. I ran into some that were some pretty, that were dogs and I ran into some that were okay. Yeah. And now some of those that 
I were I was buying outside of the state or now here. Mm-hmm. And this was long before I was a bourbon connoisseur, <laughs> influencer, or whatever. Sure, sure. Which none of us, well, none no. of that is true. But <laughs> we, we at, at least I have a bunch of them on the shelf now and have a, can can talk to them a little better. And you know, I might go back in and see some of those same bottles now and and enjoy them a lot more. I think the answer to it is, yeah. I mean, try something different. Go to the store picks. Make sure that you are are you know are with like-minded people that like to do this too. You know, there are there are whiskey groups you can be a part of, like Dakota Whiskey Territory, which is we were fortunate enough to I get see, into. I see a lot of those guys that are on there on these trips that they go on and they they come back or post photos of stuff that I've never heard of before. Right. You know, yeah. I, I imagine that's a little bit. They'll 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 post all of the Weller and the Eagle Rare and the Bookers and Bakers. <laughs> well, and, that gets you the clout, is what that know, does. And they, for but sure. then they've got the this store picker. I mean, Bruner's a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. Whenever he goes somewhere, he'll he goes and searches out the store picks. And that's kind of what I've started to do too. As long as it's not, you know, I I like to find store picks of of the whiskeys that I'm not familiar with. You know, if it's a Knob Creek or if it's something that I'm I I see all the time and that's their store pick. I'm still probably not going to get it. I want to find, you know, we talked, uh, I think last time about the Southern star or the, uh, the backbone mm-hmm. or the ones like this, that some of these guys that have better palates than me, go make that store pick. And then I know, well, I can trust these guys and I've never heard of this whiskey. So I bet it's going to be pretty good, you know, because I know what their palates are and I know what they like. Oh, with, right. With Bruner and the, yeah. yeah. With guys that do that. Yeah, but I mean, he would go out and and he was said he was in Texas a while back and and bought, brought back a couple of store picks just because he knew those guys as well. Yeah, and I, and I forget what they were. But. And I think that's cool. And I wish that I wish that's the direction. That... Well, there's a lot of stores around here that are making store picks. All right. You know, there's. But know. make store picks of the ones that we're not familiar with. Well, you have to be able to get on the list. To, for that distillery to get that pick. But it's, you would think those up-and-coming distilleries, though, would be a shorter wait list because they'd kind of want you to, maybe. But then you are also, in to, in Bruner's defense, I think, in the in the BRBN network, you have to... The, the lesser-known bottles, I think, are a tougher sell, no matter how good they are. You know, you can sit there and say how great it is, but if... Joe, Joe Public walks in, they're still looking for those whatever bottles or what they're normally used to drinking, and it's get getting them to go get a Southern Star store pick for whatever the price point is. I don't even know. Well, may, but it, maybe it's, that's it's just... A, it's a harder deal, and I think Bruner will give you a sample or a taste sure. of, of any other store pick. And that's a good point. Always there. ask if you go in. Always ask yeah. for a sample of a store pick because nine times out of ten, they're going to give you that sample. But I think that's the point. Trust these guys. They're the ones that are putting up the money. So they're not going to be like, well, I'm just going to grab I'm a bottle gonna, of black velvet I'm and you know. buy, buy 20 cases of this and <laughs> right. hope. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with it, take the chance because they had to front the cost. And they're and they're not going to put stuff on their shelves that they think is crap. Well, chances are, if it's not that good, you can always dump coke on it. And... Oh God, ruin it with that. You wouldn't know. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Well, that that kind of leads me into what you and I have been drinking right now, uh, which is I saw this on a list. This was a while back, a couple months ago, probably, 
And I know it's going to be in our advent calendar. I know it's it's in that too, which is another reason why I wanted to buy the bottle. Um, well, maybe we should have tried that first and then bought the big bottle. Now, because first off, how cool this effing bottle is, all right? <laughs> Number one reason why I decided to purchase this outside of the fact that it was recommended on a lot of these lists. Um, it's the only available. Is, is all right. The bottle is beautiful. The topper is cool. Listen, that's the topper. That's metal. All right, and it's meant it's meant to look like a a, a bolt top from farm equipment. Oh, all right. See, now you get it right. Look at you being all yeah. researchy and stuff. Um, what we're drinking is only available in Nevada and California, and it's called. Uh, <clears throat> bourbon Fray. Pursuit. It's called Fray Ranch. Yeah, how is it that Bourbon Pursuit has millions of views I know. and didn't do enough research on it to even pronounce the name correctly? And I, they probably say Glenn Fittich, too. Um, <laughs> no. I listen to Bourbon, bourbon I, Pursuit. There's not a chance in hell you've, you're going to hear this podcast. And I like you guys. You're pretty cool. You do a good podcast, but come on. Come Research on. the name of the stuff before you say it. Have your people do another 27 seconds worth of YouTube <laughs> searches and figure this the fuck right. out. Uh, this is, what's really cool about this bottle is that it's... I hope you tag them in this and they start... Maybe we'll it. see. I don't Maybe want, we no. should have a sign war. I don't, I don't want to bet. No. <laughs> We're not going to go after the one of the biggest bourbon podcasts. Yeah, what are they going to do to us? <laughs> I don't know. They they could get us hurt more us. views maybe maybe, maybe who knows maybe they'll ban us I kind of want to be banned. <laughs> All right, we'll go after them then, Rob. I got, I got we'll on a, the... I got on a Facebook page the other day and somebody made this post that I couldn't read and I just got on there and said, "Hey Pat, I'd like to buy a, some punctuation." <laughs> God, you can be an ass I'm on probably, social media. Too. <laughs> well, come on, man, give it a minute of thought. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't know what you were trying to say. It was run on sentences. <sighs> it was weird. Anyway, this is. This is a, a, a 1,500-acre um, ranch that's uh, east of the Sierra Nevadas uh, in Nevada, okay? it's um, And it's all, what's so unique about this is it is 100% grown on that land, distilled on that land, and bottled on that land. It, the first time it, it leaves like there's their- there's a lot of shit going on for 1,500 <laughs> acres. The first time it leaves their facility is the first time it's ever left that land. When you buy a bottle of it, which I thought was crazy, it's a it's a it's a four grain, which plus the wife is kind of cute. She was she's very, <laughs> she's very cute, um, and she's I mean she's the one that Mrs. Frey Mrs. Frey, which again is, if you watch the video you know how to pronounce the title <laughs> of the bourbon. Uh, Hell, you did that while I was standing in there giving you a hard time. It's um, and we don't have people. No, we don't. It's it's bourbon pursuit. Well, guys. you have people. You well, know, I do, but they—you've got, you've got this. I one. don't have a pronunciation key. No, you don't. This is like I said. It's I four did get grain. it right, though. But you said you did. I thought. Uh, I think I said fry a couple yeah, times until I, I watched I, the video. I guessed correctly, but I wasn't going to get. On, I wasn't going to get on the radio or get on the podcast and, and mispronounce it. Um, but they. Uh, what another unique part of it is their the fields that the corn comes from. It's sixty six percent corn. It's got rye. Then it's got uh, wheat, and the barley. Okay, those are the four grains that are in it. Their field is is a flooded field. So they take the river that comes out of the mountains, and there's no pumps, there's no electricity, there's no nothing. They have the gates that floods the cornfield for their water that, you know, where the corn comes. And I thought that was fascinating to do something like that. You don't hear that 
a lot yeah, when flood, it comes to this. Flood irrigation. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's right. exactly what it is. So it saves on the electric bill if you do it that way. Oh, it would have to, obviously. <laughs> um, and well, the water bill in general, too, wouldn't it? If you're just pulling it right out of the river. The rows of corn on the end of the field don't get near as big as those <laughs> at the front. But, but still, they only take the best. Um, anyway, uh, what do you think of it so far? You've been sipping on it this whole podcast. Um, I'm super impressed by it. It's, and it's all of it. This this is one of the rare craft distilleries that put out four year bourbon. There wasn't well, they, two, they didn't wasn't start three, with it two. Nope, they went to four, and I think most of this, including this bottle, probably five, I believe is what it is. Hmm. So uh, yeah, they didn't take any shortcuts to get it to to market right away. And you said you found this for forty five ish. Yep, right? around forty five dollars at a total wine. It was sixty six at the Bevmo because I got excited and just bought it right away <laughs> when I was there. So yeah, uh, it's anywhere from forty five forty five to fifty five dollars a bottle. Which again, for the bottle alone, it's beautiful. It's 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 pretty good. Um, again, four I mean, grains. They're not sending me a bottle. I, <laughs> I mean, it's. It, it's it's not to me in all honesty it's it's not the best I would that I've ever had by any stretch but it is good it has got a serious full mouth feel it's very oily for a it, 90 proof bourbon and and the nose on it is very nice the, it seems to me just a tad heavy on the rye without you, without seeing what the mash bill is itself it seems a little spicy a little peppery to the me the rye wasn't too if i remember correctly it wasn't too uh let me see if they had it on here they had it on the little card and i didn't bring that in oh here it is it's only 11.4% mm. winter rye 66.6 what um yellow dent corn 666 see what i did there yeah. uh 10% winter wheat 11.4 winter rye, and then 12% two-row barley, which is malted on-site as well. Well, so they, I mean, they do. Figuring out how to put your glasses on. The whole, well, it's hard when you got headphones on. <laughs> it's got wires hanging out weird. of his glasses. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> we should get back to doing these on video. I, no. We, I don't know if we'll ever do those again. <laughs> A lot of people, though, have asked us about I know. doing those again, and we should get back to it, but it's just so production-heavy. Yeah. And our production guy yeah. that does it is a little swamped, has been for the past year or so. But we're trying to get him. I know. I've, I've gotten kickback on some of the people that used to watch it, too. I'm like, well, it's easier now. You can watch, listen to it driving down the road. Yeah. Well, you can on YouTube, too. They have YouTube audio, which yeah, you can just listen that way. Anyway, this is this is good. This is it's 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 above it's above most craft distilled bourbons, I think. I think it's in a higher tier of that for sure. Well, especially at that price point. I mean, the price point at, at forty-five seems like it's a hell of a bargain. It's sweet. You get a lot of. You can get the corn right away. That dryness at the end, I think, is that rye a little bit. You little that spice a little dry. When I take that breath in after it, it's that kind of like sherry cask ash mm-hmm. dryness that you get sometimes. But it's not unpleasant. It's not. It's not no. off-putting at all. Um, I think it drinks a little hotter than ninety proof. Maybe that's just what I had. For I think lunch. it's a it's a short finish though. There's not much on that, for sure. I had ghost peppers for lunch. So well, why would you do that when you're going to be drinking whiskey later? Because I had to eat something because I was drinking whiskey. Well, you later. didn't have to get ghost peppers. Well, eat something st- a little more I, I bland. Didn't start out with that, it just kind of happened. <laughs> 
I want. God. I just wanted the cheeseburger, and then I saw ghost pepper cheeseburger. I'm like, some bitch better have that. <laughs> Speaking this is of which, why nobody trusts our palates on any of this. Probably, it, right? It could have used a little sauce on it. To be sure. Honest. Okay. It was a little dry. Um, Mountain West Whiskey Festival tickets are officially on sale. Platinums are going fast. Are they really? Well, I would assume they would be. I'm gonna. I'm I gonna guess that the platinums are gonna be sold out by. The end of December for sure, because they're going to be a big Christmas item, I would guess. Do we? Can I? Can I say how many platinums we have? Or no, I don't. Do you know I'm how many platinums we have? I was looking. Okay, so yeah, if you uh, you want to go to uh, this this premier whiskey event, here's what's awesome about it this year too, is due to circumstances, we had to move the date of this one. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. It's but it's still it's still within the time frame of when we normally have it. Um, I think the earliest we've ever had it was on March 5th, and the latest we ever had it was on, I think, March like like March 9th or something like that. I don't know. Well, yeah, 9th would be, I think, the latest, which is the date that it's on this year. And, well, technically, I would think the 7th would be. Yeah, probably you're right, because oh, there's only go. for seven days of the week. Anyway, uh, usually we compete with the monster trucks that come through on that same night. Monster trucks this year are March 2nd. Mountain West Whiskey Festival will be March 9th. So if you've been torn between drinking whiskey or going to see monster trucks, you don't have, you don't have to, to be anymore. anymore. Nope, you can you can do I'm, both. I'm guessing those are two different audiences. They probably are. But anyway, mountainwestwhiskeyfestival.com. I'm, I'm not seeing how I tell how many are left. Okay. And pretty soon we'll we'll be able to put the list up, won't we? Shortly. Oh, can you tell the other good news? About what's coming? Oh, about... Uh, yeah, can you or not? I still haven't heard the story on this yet. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm dealing with stuff on my phone. Um, you're talking about company. Yes. So I don't know if this is 100% done, but we did Oh, fig- you made it sound like that on the text, pal. I, th- I said I figured out a way that it could be done. <laughs> I didn't say that it was done. I have sent... I, I, I talked to the people with the alcohol group in, in the state capitol, and right. we talked to her and figured out that this could be done and okay. relatively inexpensively. So can we explain what we're talking about here a little bit? So Company Distilling does not have a distribution agreement and is not distributed in the state of South Dakota currently. And if you're not familiar with Company Distilling, it was the former master distiller of Jack Daniels We've created. Yeah, we've talked about him on here before yep. multiple times. Jeff talk, Arnett. Talked with him a few times um, on video and conference call, whatever. Anyway, he had asked a, a mutual friend about how, if he donated a couple bottles of his stuff, could he get it poured? And that, you, that no. You can't do that. Okay. Um, even though they have done it in <laughs> in other in events that we've been at. Festivals. <laughs> well, festivals is not right. <laughs> kind of a big word, sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, so if he fills out some paperwork and and pays a fee of a modest fee to register the labels, certainly he can get it here. And I we've got a distributor that is willing to yes. to do that. Uh, I'm so excited. Um, I have not heard back from Tom or from Jeff on that, but you know it was right before Thanksgiving. And right. I imagine going into the Christmas, it's going to be a little crazy, just as dumb. So sure. So there is a chance we could have company distilling. Uh, probably, I'm assuming bringing up their signature bottle, 
which is just called Company Distilling Bourbon. Uh, no, it can't be. Yeah, it is bourbon. Well, they Tennessee whiskey, right? Like they has both. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and I hope he brings the three wood, if that's possible. If yeah, that one gets and, to come up too. And the rye. I mean, oh, I, it depends so on cool. what. I mean, it, we'll have to have a conversation with okay. Jeff, who apparently also told this friend of ours that we should reach out to him at any point. So. Okay. Well, we'll probably we'll do that once this gets locked down. Then I think we'll give him a call and uh, and get him on, uh, so he can kind of give us the rest of the details. But it's going to be. I feel like um, this whiskey festival we have coming up this year is probably going to be one of our best, one of our biggest. I hope so. And uh, I'm getting super excited for it. We can get everybody to play nice together again. It'll be super fun. I think we hugged it out. I think we're all good. (laughs) MountainWestWhiskeyFestival.com is where you'll be able to to get your tickets. And if you ever get a chance to come across a bottle of this Frey Ranch, uh, I recommend picking it up. If you can get it around 50 bucks. It's a, it's yeah. a pretty good pour, and I think you'll enjoy it. So, And, of course, if you want to try it, well, let you me know, know in advance. Right. You know how to it's find us. It's quite tasty. And like you said, the bottle's nice, it, it, the, and the stopper is keeping that forever. That's yeah. cool. Ah, it's hard you, to put in there. You're never going to get it back out of it now. <laughs> you're going to need scallops to get that out Easy. For All right. These guns. <laughs> I just hurt my shoulder doing that. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's so pretty when he flexes, folks. <laughs> Be glad this isn't on video. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquist, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network.